Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dandy in town this past weekend. There was moments during the game that I'm texting you and Carrie. I'm on the ledge and you're talking me off the ledge. Quick start. This game also featured some inconsistencies. A quarterback who arguably struggled. The O-line. Yeah. The existence of a running game still to be determined. But stay high level before we and, go into detail. What and with was all your, that. For the record. I'm quoting Coach Stoops right there. I've he seen called coaches, out his quarterback. I've seen coaches complain about you know Super Bowl victories and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of what coaches do. Yeah, this is but far from a Super despite Bowl. all that. Yeah, despite all that. they won a comfortable game on the road in the SEC. Cover yes, the it's spread. Vanderbilt, but yeah. you know if you're going to talk about the the bad stuff, talk about the bounce back. You know, it could have gone when they got when Vandy went three and out, got that Kentucky to go three and out starting the first half. It's like, uh oh, uh oh, you know, that interception that was real close that, you know, they weren't able to they they were limited to a field goal. It could have gone a different way and it didn't. And they answered the bell. So that's my takeaway. If you talk about the oh, it got tight. Talk about how it got untight. And it was a comfortable game at the end of the at the end of the game. Twenty one to nothing. Hot start, Michelle let you segue into what you said last week about a certain player who you know came up big y'all were all raw ron ray davis and and you should because he had been doing some really good things i was the only one who said maxwell hairston this is the star in the making because every week he gets just a little better and a little better and what did he do yesterday or two days he showed y'all. Oh, yes. Sorry, I'm, this is usually a Sunday show, but he just wanted to let y'all know how smart I was. Anyway, one point that I think uh, that seems to have gone like out of some fans' heads, and I'm not sure why, when they keep questioning the O line and and what's going on there, or just any kind of inconsistencies anywhere. But Kenneth Horsey, I mean, that's a big loss that we had. And there's still no update on whether we'll see him against Florida or not. But you got to remember that. that that was a big, consistent season performer. And you take him out, and yes, we've, we've got depth enough that we can be adequate, but we're not going to be as strong as we were till he gets back. That's just my take. Quick take. Trey, I'll, I'll go to you, and I'll let um, Jay back clean up tonight. Trey, um, high level. What was your, your summary from Saturday? 
I think they did good all in the pretty much the whole game. Just uh, say the old line need to be more consistent on the blocking. And I guess receivers dropped a couple balls, which somewhat hurt us in the end. But I mean, we still got the W. So say more consistency throughout the whole game that's a good word very good word jay jump on go uh well i'd like to get credit for that maxwell harrison comment because would you do serve it up and she knocked it out yeah i threw the alley-oop uh so the move was getting the jersey did that 23 total total tackles three interceptions three pass breakups one forced fumble one tackle for loss and two touchdowns the kid is for real uh, defense, I thought in the Vandy game was, I, I thought they lost focus, uh, in the middle there. Um, but how hard is it? And maybe, uh, Trevor can answer this. How hard is it playing someone like Vandy and you get a comfortable lead? Do you take a playoff or do you know, and it's still early in the season. I kind of felt like that as a fan looking in, uh, the offense is inconsistent to me. But I will say we ran the ball a lot more. We hadn't seen 31 touches like that. You know, we've been around 20 in the first three games, but I think they're doing a lot. So I don't really know, you know, like Liam Cohen is doing a lot. So I don't know if it's really that or they're just missing tackle. I mean, missing blocks or what, but uh, they're inconsistent. Need to clean that up. And mental mistakes was, was the was the thing. Ten penalties. Like, you know, I think the Florida game, well, we'll get there. But, yeah, that was my my uh, summation. Summation high level. Uh, I forgot to give a, a shout out to our uh, people in chat. Um, there you go, Trey. Some people giving you the love. Michelle Morton and Maria JD's in the house. Jay touched on the fact that 31 touches for the running backs. McLean, solid game. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot to build on. I think what happens is, you know, the game ends and we all think we're coaches and start looking for the negative stuff, right? And, you know, that Stoops has to do that, right? He's got to get those guys ready to move on to Florida. We don't have to do that. You know, I've I've asked this question, why are you a sports fan? Why do you watch sports? And if seeing your team win brings you no joy, then why are you doing this? Like we could talk about the things need to improve. Obviously, I've been watching sports for 40 years. I've never seen my team, any of them, play a perfect game. I saw Magic Johnson turn the ball over, right? I saw Jay Rice drop touchdown passes. It happened. So we're chasing this mythical perfect game and we're not appreciating what we've seen. You know, I see people post game talking about this is what we need to clean up. I'm like, but Hairston ran two touchdowns back first time in Kentucky history. Like, you know, and that's my wife. She's not a Kentucky fan, but we're watching the game and there's all these, you know, 21 points in the fourth quarter. So many plays, all these good Kentucky marks that the team's hitting, but that's bringing us no joy because it doesn't look good. Well, I'd rather just have a, I just rather have a win. Whoever brought the word up consistency. And that's actually Stoops's word too. It's not there yet. And it's, it's getting better, Michelle. Again, we touched on the, the rushing game kind of, uh, you know, was the, I don't know, was it was the focal point or there was definitely emphasis with the running game. Uh, and then it was good to see Danky kind of really have a game. A good Unlocked. Game. Unlocked. <laughs> there you go. The key was unlocked. So, Michelle, yeah, go ahead. Any more good from Saturday? Well, I, I think there was a, a plenty of good because uh, everybody was questioning whether or not we could win on the road. We did that. Check. People were questioning, but but it's 11 a.m. local time game. They Can they turn it on in the morning? 
double check. I, it almost looked like a, based on the crowd, it looked like uh, almost a, a home game, but I digress. Well, we don't, the way you can tell the difference, our scoreboard is not mounted with a crane. True. So, you know, that could have been a dead giveaway, but that that's for the astute observer and not necessarily Kevin Hale. A lot of blue got in is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. Uh, but but like I said, all these factors that they said would be negatives turned out to be things we easily overcame. Um, our center performed much better. That was a concern of mine last week, so I felt much better at the center position. Well, did, and, was there a swap? E- Eli it, Cox. It, yeah, there was a went, moved over. Yeah. Right. Right. And like I said, to to change positions. I mean that that's. And he played well. I, and I said, you know, I, I was concerned about the center position. I didn't call out names because I don't. I'm not a. I don't particularly like to throw people under the bus too much unless it's like, you know. It's not throwing them under the bus if it's facts, Michelle. I mean, Burton was horrible at center for us, but go ahead. But he did okay in another position. So, you know, the switch was good, and I think we're going to be fine come Saturday. Well, that's the plan, and that's what uh, BBM wants. And it, Trey, it's blue white Saturday. Before we get to that, though, what uh, what other uh, things kind of stood out for you from a positive perspective? I say, uh, say defense to me still look good. And mm. you're talking about the bad plays and the good plays. I say the bad plays. I mean, the players know you made a bad play. And as a former player team that you're going to play next, they're going to see those same bad plays. And they're going to try to expose you on those. And hopefully we can clean them up by Saturday, make some more play. Which, as a former player, a lot of that is doable as far as cleaning up. Yeah. You feeling good there? Uh, yeah. Feeling very good. good. Jay, jump in. Final kind of final thoughts on from Saturday? Um, I don't know if Burton is not good. Like, he's a really smart kid. So I don't know. You, you know, I, it's still early just to make that assumption. But, you know, I mean, we the three games we had with Ball State, EKU, and Akron, uh, I don't know. But uh, Juton McLean was the better back in this game, although Ray Davis was the workhorse. You know, uh, I think Juton averaged 10.7 yards a carry. So, yeah. and, you know, and I'm wondering, you know, what's come coming next with the running backs. We didn't see Ramon Jefferson running the ball. I, I mean, you know, that's my guy. But uh, other than the mental mistakes, I think, you know, a win is a win. Like Terry said, we're 4-0. You know, you clean up the mental mistakes and, and people talk about those things looking forward. After you get the W, you're happy about that. But you talk about, you know, especially as a fan, you're, you're talking about, okay, this is what, you know, a fan's going to say anything. But just the penalty, cleanup, you know, look, you know, who who has the, the less mistakes in the Florida game, I think, is, is the victor. Terry, uh, let's talk about the defense real quick. Another sol- very solid outing for our D. Yeah, I don't know how many pass attempts the uh, Vanderbilt had. I don't know if you've got that, Jay. It 20, seemed like an awful 20 lot. 47. Like that, it it just seemed like a lot. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, like, if you know you're playing a team that's going to pass a lot, you have to be on your game. That puts a lot of pressure yeah. on the mm-hmm. defensive backs because, you know, one miscommunication, you don't get your hips right, it's going to be a completion. I think that's what happened a little bit. Uh, but moving forward, I just think, and I'm a piggyback on what Trevor was saying, like the mental mistakes, you can clean that up. You know, we have seen Kentucky teams where it's like, I don't know if we have the dudes. Mm. 
I don't think we're at that point anymore. We've we've had dudes for a while now, right? Yeah. Now we just need to make sure we clean up those mental mistakes because going down to Florida, we've all seen teams go down to Florida and the talent gap is a mile wide at some point, right? It's not that anymore. No. And it becomes a situation no. like Jay says where it's like you minimize those mistakes, you beat Florida for, what, the third straight year and, what, four yeah. out of five or four, whatever yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, who are we at? Michelle, defense? Well, we held uh, we held Vandy. Let me make sure I get this number right. A very low amount of rushing, I'll say that. Um, under 100. Under 100. 97. I'm thinking it's under 80. Well, I thought it was like 80-something. It had. was 20, 27 carries for 97 yards. Oh, okay. So that is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that makes, you have to go back to the bowl, but that's five consecutive games that our defense has held the opponent to under 100 yards rushing. Mm. That, to me, is a very important thing and something we need to key in on against Florida because this season rushing is their bread and butter and we have got to to lock that down but it seems like our, our defense uh, that's one of the more consistent things we've been doing so there's your word consistency we've been consistency de- consistently who <laughs> defending the run and and I like that um, and I know it was just Fandy but I saw fewer missed coverages uh, the defense just seemed a little cleaner. And I think well, we saw some new schemes. I'm not I'm not a real X's and O's uh, master or anything, but it seemed like I was seeing new. Uh, <laughs> exactly. It seemed like there were some new coverage or new new schemes that they were using. So I'm thinking maybe we were right about our uh, thinking that maybe we hadn't seen the whole playbook yet and they were saving things for conference play. And I think we're going to continue to see the playbook roll out both sides of the ball, some new things. Well, you know, it, it would only be fair to ask a former player who happened to be a defensive star for us to tell us about how the defense has been playing this season. Go for it. I thought all in all they've been playing pretty good and pretty fast. So, I mean, for me personally, I would kind of hope the corners would press a little more just to get your hands on a receiver and disrupt the routes. But other than that, they've still been playing playing good. Yeah, that's a great take, Trey. It's fair to say Brad White is kind of known for this bend, don't break defense. Yeah. But there's opportunity. Do you think that there's the talent's there to, you know, to be a little more aggressive on defense, don't you think? Or at least I think it is. Unless it's just him or the players don't feel comfortable pressing or he don't want them to press, maybe. Or they do press, might mess the whole scheme up. Mm. But I would kind of wish they would press a little more so the offense won't get them little short routes. You heard it from our defensive guy, Jay. Javar wants somebody to hit somebody. (laughs) (laughs) And and I'm with it. (laughs) Lay a lick on him. But I, I think the defense is uh, the defense is going to be special. I think uh, maybe trying new things on both sides of the ball. We have seen these mental mistakes. Maybe because of that, I don't know. But like I hear Van talk about, Brad White's defense is up the middle. Our run defense is beast mode. So I think that uh, Trevor Etienne might not get off as he's been doing all year. You know, we got Ray Davis right behind him in yardage this year. So it's it's going to be interesting. But uh, the defense has played – they've been consistent, and the offense has been inconsistent. So that, that's – you know, and that's from a fan. But like Trevard said, I'd like someone to hit someone. I'm with that also. The defense <laughs> travels, though. 
right? Like, you yep. know, it was, it starts to get cold and it starts to get, and if you can play defense yeah. in the muck and the mire and all that kind of stuff, defense travels, yep. man. Yep. It's not pretty, that's, but no, it's, that's it, well, then the fans will start complaining about that. Cause we're not playing pretty football. Even <laughs> if it's effective. Right. Right. You know, because there is no joy in Mudville, Terry. There is none. This is what's going to happen. We're going to beat Florida on Saturday for the third time. And well, Florida's gonna, having a down year. I'm going to hear like a hurt last year. Well, this ain't the same Florida. Well, yeah. look, man, excuse me for being excited for beating Florida. Like, why are you watching sports? Right. If if that kind of stuff brings you no joy. Joy, that's a good word. Some comments. Michelle Martin says, the players didn't make me start drinking at noon. People on the Twitter machine did, yeah. The mute button. Yeah, that's a, it is a beautiful thing. JD saying, White plays so much zone and expects great eye discipline from yeah. his DB. Sometimes I want to see some press. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. He's going to give up that five, 10 yard pass. It's just <laughs> Brad White's defense. You, you said it, Ben, don't break. Mm. Trevor, back in the day, forgive me if I don't know these stats, but were you like one of our leading tacklers like every season you played? That's a, to me, it's a very alarming stat for our our secondary to lead the team in. Uh, <laughs> crazily, I was second on the team in tackles my sophomore year. Mm, okay. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, but somehow I was. Well, I have an idea how it happened. You know, the the running kind of went through the first wall and then the second line. And I remember <laughs> you were there before Stoops, right? Yeah, I was okay. Rich Brooks, oh six through 09. Yeah, that's it. Okay, I feel like a long time. We appreciate you, though. Okay, four games into the season. Technically, Terry, we are a third of the way through the season. Before we start talking about Florida, give me your grade. Four games in. Four games in. Uh, I give them a B. You know, as I said uh, on this Put show, around. other shows, uh, give me a game where the second half I don't really have to focus in on. Right? You don't want any big injuries. Give me a comfortable game in the second half, right? Because we kind of knew that for those first four games. To me, we passed it. Time to move on because now it's getting ready to get a little bit tougher. Yeah, this this SEC stretch, the next, what's six games? I mean, six games. Five, six five, games. five ranked it's, teams plus at Mississippi State. So it's one of the biggest, craziest stretches as a that I've seen or we've seen in, in a while because Alabama is part of the, the schedules as well now, too. Four games in, Michelle. Great. Well, I'm with Terry, and it, it, it's a B, and that's simply because of a lack of whiteboard, please. Whiteboard. <laughs> I, I erased it because I, I, I was waiting for the next word. I'm not being very consistent with the whiteboard. There Wait, we give go. Me, give me the sound bite, Jack. <laughs> lack of consistency. We have a whiteboard that sometimes functions, with, but there we go. He's already <laughs> taking the word off. He's what, no what longer consistent. Is, you're you're going to come around this way, right? I'm, I'm diagramming plays now. <laughs> yeah. There's your well, X and O's. <laughs> There's your X and O's. Uh, <laughs> And I, I think our grade is higher than it would have been had we not had, and, and I've said this every week I've been on here, special teams. That has been such a bone of contention for Kentucky for so many years and to have solid special teams. Although we found out today we have one injury, long, and that is our snapper. our long snapper, what was uh, the injury? normal gains. They don't know. They just said it was a non-contact non-practice injury that is going to keep him out the rest of the year and it was described as crazy and freakish uh, he didn't hit a party <laughs> i was thinking he you know he slipped on a bar of soap in the shower and there you go but 
uh, they seem to think that they're they're okay with others in that position, and that that's the other thing that makes Kentucky different than in years past. We've had a good amount of talent, and Jay, I know you were in a bit of a debate with somebody about that this had this was the most talented football yeah. team we've ever had, and somebody roster on going, paper, yeah. yeah, and they were going, well, this player, this player, this player, yeah, there was maybe some higher caliber players in some positions, but their backups, you went from here to there if they went out. And that's not the case now. And that's what makes us a stronger team. And I say the B is only going to go up. I agree. It's The depth is has changed tremendously during the Stoops era. Trey, what about you? Four games in, grade the Cats. I probably would be with Terry gifts uh, B. I don't think we put four B. quarters together. <laughs> the Browns. Can B anybody Browns. be with me? <laughs> so I said if we can put all four quarters together in the game, we'll be good. If we know, put all uh, four uh, quarters you... together, then I wouldn't have anything to bitch about, right? Yeah. Or well, then it would be a consistent. <laughs> it would be a consistent game then. <laughs> It'd be yeah. a consistent game then. Yeah. <laughs> what would be the talking points then? Uh, wait a minute. He beat. Number one, LSU. that's right. You were there for that LSU win. Yeah. That was a, that was a good, yeah. good game. Yeah. That was a long game. It was like, well, you're just now joining the party, Kevin. You're such like, a big fan. You should have known this. I love that casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just, know, just like, beat yeah. number one LSU. <laughs> 32 back in the day was a bad, bad man. Jay, what about you? Gray was. Uh, well, everyone said C, so I mean B. I'm going to go C plus for the inconsistency. Uh, <laughs> only because, you know, some people say because of who we played. Yes, because of who we played. Now, is that from trying new things, doing new things on defense, <laughs> trying new things on offense? Maybe. I'm just a fan, but my grade as a fan would be a C plus. I think the potential is A plus. You know, I, I'm the one saying we beat Florida. I'm the one saying we go on the road and we, we smack Georgia too. I want all the smoke. So C plus thus far, only because everyone said B and I just wanted to be different because I really think it's a B plus. So there. And I also want them to hit people. <laughs> There's that. There is that. <laughs> okay, let's uh, switch gears. Terry, Florida is this is a home game, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Florida is in town Saturday noon kickoff. It is a uh, blue white day. Terry, how you feeling about the gator meat coming in Saturday? To quote the great Snoop Dogg, I'm ready to put on my now and later gators and uh, enjoy. <laughs> give us, beating, give us enjoy that Snoop Dogg move too. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Beat Florida, man. Like I'm with I'm with Jay. It's to the point now where it's like, okay, we have improved as a program. I'm tired of hearing about losing streaks and this and that and the other. Beat Florida. You know, I've I've been saying that, you know, you look at the SEC East, there's Georgia, and there's an argument it should be Kentucky, number two in the East. That is it. And well, I mean, take care of look, we've done Missouri, Vandy, South Carolina, eight of ten, whatever it is, but take care of Florida and Tennessee, <laughs> and you're number two. And I think that's a good spot to be in because that puts you in striking distance of number one. So to do that, you take care of the Gators. I say cats by ten, baby. They are what? Favored by three as of now. Michelle, what say you about Saturday? Well, coming? first of all, uh We've already proved that we can win an early game. So players, and I also think knowing that they're going to be facing Florida, the players won't admit it, but we all know they're going to be a little bit more hyper-focused. They're going to, they recognize this as a quote-unquote big game, and they want to perform for a big game. And 
they did make it to ESPN. They didn't make it to a four o'clock slot, but they did make it to ESPN. So that's another, uh, th- that's definitely a higher tier than being on SEC Network. No offense to SEC Network. And one last thing, I think that the Cats are going to perform way better the blue-white shirt scheme because they never get it right, even though you draw them a diagram. <laughs> if you sit here, wear blue. If you sit here, wear white. They'll screw that up. And we already yeah. know this in advance. But I say it's going to be the Cats. I'm going to say by 13 just because I feel like being throwing some smoke out there for Mr. Hayes. There you go. Trey, what you got for me? I say if we come out and don't make as many many mistakes as usual and O-line come to play and get some blocks, say we'll, we'll be in there. And the defense keep playing like we've been playing, get some takeovers and make tackles, we'll, we'll win the game. Win by the what, – what you got? Go go 10. Jay, what you got? Oh, we, we smacking the hell out of Florida. <laughs> well, I mean, like <laughs> – I, I, I'm saying that with my chest, too. We're going to smack the oh, shit out of Florida. Uh, gator boots and pimped out Gucci suits. Uh, <laughs> and now and later, gators are home, baby. Yeah. You, you know, uh, no, I, I, we have three receivers in the SEC top 20 for receptions. Florida has one who just caught the spectacular one-handed grab. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw that, but it was amazing. But they have a great running game. We do, too. Right under. Ray Davis is right under Trevor Etienne. Uh, I mean, so I think it is whoever comes down with the the least mistakes, mental mistakes, wins this game. I, and I'm going to say <laughs> – I'm going to say uh, – Michelle took mine 13 was mine. So I, I'm going to say 20. We smacked what? the shit out of Gators. 20. <laughs> let's let's go for it. Why not? Hey, why, why not, not Kentucky? Why not, why not us? Right. Right. All right. Hope panel. Well, you didn't I, tell me to reserve 13 for your prediction. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, I know. I was hoping I would go before you, but. Yeah. Well, I'm usually <laughs> last. I mean, you know, Kevin usually makes me go last every week. So I'm shocked. I, I know. So. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was hoping I would go before you. It's because I'd g- I'd give Carrie her shot first. All right. Well, in the chat, what y'all got? What's the outcome for Saturday? The Florida game. Michelle well, Morton is clearly Michelle stick 13. together. Yeah. What's uh, Michelle thing? Yeah. College football weekend four. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Man, this was a this was a uh, as a college football fan. It was a very fun weekend. A lot of really good games. Terry, it was highlighted by the Colorado Oregon game, and I'll say right now, Oregon, man, they are fucking legit. Say what you will about 
Colorado, they, going into the game, Vegas knew it was going to be basically a blowout. They yeah. it was favored by 21. What was your, your take uh, with that game and any other game that stood out for you? That game went how we thought it was going to go. You know, for all the hype that <laughs> Dion, uh brings you have to understand that roster is not ready to compete prime time i mean i think they're ahead of schedule getting to the three wins but yeah there's going to be a gap there right um all i'm saying stay stay right there the whole narrative you know some of the falling out after that game you, you saw people you know dion prime got what he deserved colorado got what what he's deserved is it because you know well, there's there's a, this notion that dion coach sanders jumped the line we, we don't we don't like profile. we don't like confident people and we don't like it that you know uh people skip the line right a lot of these coaches started off student assistants and film people and they 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 put in the work right and Dion kind of walked into it but my whole thing was if do you, do you think that Peyton Manning if he wanted to coach was going to be a graduate assistant like did you see what Fox gave Tom Brady before we even knew really what he sounded like talking, you know, what they were giving him to call games. Like this happens, right? These special people get special privileges and it rubs people the wrong way. And I think that's what happened with the whole Dion thing. Uh, it's just humorous to see these college football coaches taking their shots. Like I texted you, I didn't know who Oregon's coach was until Saturday game day. You said that, and I admitted I didn't know who he was until a week before I, because I, of the Colorado game coming. But as an Oregon coach, you got to be living in a different world. If you're going to say with your whole chest, they're out here for clicks, and y'all got 155 different uniform combinations. Phil Knight is showing up, spending Nike money, and y'all talking about y'all trying to be like the, the plucky underdogs with your shoes that change color when the people's feet get hot. That's what y'all say is oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Y'all, y'all the plucky underdogs, right? I mean, it just and people are like, yeah, he's right. I'm like, are you for real? Like, what are we doing here? You know. But anyway, uh, I'm a Dion fan. It just, it is what it is. Uh, the thing is, I don't think Dion's going to be recruiting at the high school level. But uh, that transfer portal, he's going to be like Michael. That Michael Jackson video, where he's going through that story. He's like, I'll have one of these. I'll have a defensive back. I'll, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's going. He's going to be bringing some dudes in through that transfer portal. So yeah, the town's going to change. Let's stay with the whole Colorado thing, Michelle. What was your take from Saturday's Colorado Oregon game? As I recall, when Dion was in the NFL. There was a lot of people that didn't like him there. They didn't like the flash, the chains, the music, the entourage. They just, you know, he was too extra for a lot of people. But the fact of the matter was he went on the field and he backed it up. There was a reason he had all of that and he did it with performance. He did it in Atlanta and then he did it in San Francisco and then he did it in Dallas, much to Terry's chagrin. Uh, but it was kind of natural that was going to follow him to the college thing. There's always been people that have hated on Dion for whatever reason. They've never gotten to know Dion, the person who is actually a pretty outward appearances aside. He's actually a pretty, I don't want to say humble, but level-headed guy, I think. And he also knows how to bring attention. If he wanted to get attention, publicity for his program, he knew how to do that, too. Absolutely. And we're not going a week without talking about Colorado. So in terms of any fallout from Saturday's game, I think Oregon's coach looks like a douche. And Dion's going to keep plugging on. <laughs> Why does he look like a douche? Well, like I said, the whole thing about the, the whole clicks versus wins thing. I mean, hmm. because I was going to bring that point up, but Terry 
Terry covered that nicely. I mean, you know, you're out here doing. I don't have to repeat what Terry said. That's how he came off being a little douchey to me. But and only one of those teams actually has a national championship in his trophy and, case, and, and, and it's, it's not, not Oregon. Oregon. So that program has been a lot of style with very little substance. If we're talking, if we're being plus, honest. plus you got to play in Colorado where you don't have near as much ox- oxygen. So you know, kudos to them. <laughs> Trey, uh, the the Colorado game, Colorado-Oregon, what was your take? I guess for me, I knew going in, Colorado was going to lose because I don't think they had the depth and their O-line and D-line is not as big. Well, definitely their O-line is not as strong as right. a lot of teams. They're still a little small. so and Plus, they've been getting up a lot of sacks over the last couple games, too. So playing Oregon, if I was just Oregon, I'd just blitz them like they've been doing and just get sacked. So. But, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Dion fan. He was my favorite. We're a player growing up, man. That's one of the why I play corner. So, and I got a Colorado hoodie upstairs in the in the closet. Oh, you all did, man. <laughs> all in, baby. <laughs> Jay, what you got for the the Cinderella uh, story is over, man. Right? They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. There's a difference, right? There's a difference, right? This game ain't going to be played in Hollywood. It's going to be played on the grass. Where's the lie? Plus, again, he's addressing his team. He didn't. And this, he, the, he didn't do that this, in front this of us. This camera. the thing too. Dion gives out smoke, so you got to be able to take that back. Mm-hmm. And, and Dion has gracefully oh, let's, let's let Jay talk, which makes people like him even more. It just shows how he didn't react to that statement. It shows Dion didn't react to that because he could have went. He could have went somewhere with it, and he didn't. Instead, you know, he gets a call. And I do think this game could have been. I don't think. I think they still would have lost, but I think it would have been a little different with Travis Hunter in the game, you know, and there was a clip afterwards, uh, after all this, you know, Travis Hunter, uh, Dion read the text, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm playing. Uh, and he was like, no, you, you can't, you know, that just goes to show you what kind of person Dion is players Player first, first yep. makes you like them even more. Uh, I've always been a Dion fan, but th- this is the thing with that. You hand out, you got to be able to take it, and Dion has. Fair. I think it's fair. And, and I'm not saying that it was that was wrong or anything like that. There was no lie. All I'm right. saying is, Oregon, you're not some plucky underdogs talking <laughs> about f- style and flash and all this kind of stuff. That's my only gripe. Like, yeah, they, got they Knight on the sidelines. What are y'all talking about? They wasn't the underdog, but kudos to the coach for making them play like they were. Oh yeah, that yeah. that was the whole yeah. point of the fire up. Fire you know? up. No, I, I would say that was a nice pregame speech, though. The right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think I say any coach would have uh, said what he would have said if they were playing Colorado to get his team team up. So I can't really be mad at him for that. Right. And and how Dion responded is just top notch. Mm. So, you know, people are going to see that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, because Dion is that guy. He knows he hands out the smoke. He can take the smoke. It, you know, it ain't nothing to him. That's I'm, I'm like not mad. Him. And I'm not saying that anything he said wasn't true. I just, to some of Terry's points, Colorado does have the championship trophy. Oregon does. Dan, Le- Dan yeah, but what does won. that mean? That don't mean he nothing. He won one with Georgia I mean, and we're Alabama. We're talking 20, 23, 24th. Hey, season. hey, Oregon's supposed to be all that. Where's their trophy? Well, Maybe that's not then. one, and we can't see it for the blinding neon green and oh, mm. all their ugly courts and floors. But <laughs> discussion for another time. Yeah, yeah. JD is saying here, Dion is great for his players. I love the way he interacts with his players and always lifting them up. Oh, Dion's great. And the players one thing I always, I always remember, back in the day, I was a huge Cowboys fan. 
in that Cowboys 49ers rivalry, <laughs> Terry, back in the day was just wow. amazing. Well, I stopped being a Cowboys fan when Jerry just kind of F Jerry Jones kind of messed things up with, with the coaching staff. It one thing I always him up, it's that he just got lucky back in the 90s with them. Well, he let his ego get in the way. You you get <laughs> let Jimmy Johnson go. But anyways, the one thing I always loved Terry Brown about Dion is that he had the cleanest jersey after the game. He didn't have to tackle people. He he was cerebral. I mean, he's just one of my favorite Dion stories is when he came over from Atlanta to San Francisco and that 94 season 49ers, they were loaded for bear. Right. And my wife is now becoming a a 49ers fan. And I'm trying to tell her way back in the day, that team really didn't have any personality. I'm a Jerry Rice fan, but he got personality after he retired. Joe Montana, no personality. And so they were so businesslike. And then Dion shows up and there's a clip on an NFL films where they were talking about having a, uh, uh, curfew Super Bowl week and Dion's basically like y'all have fun with that curfew prime time is <laughs> good is at the Super Bowl and it's just that dichotomy of Jerry being very businesslike and Dion being Dion you know that was that was great read this one out loud Jay from Michelle Morton Jay been hanging with Snoop Dogg again uh, baby hey hey I put the smoke in the air <laughs> the air smoking this one stuff called train wreck right now boy Light it oh, up, boy. What was it light it up? <laughs> take a puff, pass it. That's What's right. That song, you know, <laughs> better than bourbon. Yeah, better, better than bourbon. Tara, I'll circle back to you from the weekend. That crazy contract that the Iowa offensive coordinator <laughs> has. Yes, Terrell, have you? Do you know what we're talking about? The contracts stipulation, or that the Iowa offensive coordinator has in place. If yeah. Iowa doesn't score, I think it's three hundred and ten points this season. Basically, and they have they, to average how many? How much a game? Twenty-five points per 20. game, and if they don't, he's gone. Basically, the OC is Brian Ferentz, Kirk Ferentz's son. Right. The Iowa offense has been terrible, and they got shut out on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So they're way, <laughs> they're now way behind. Uh, he had a he surplus, beat. didn't he? Have a surplus heading into that yeah, game? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because they they, they scored at like 30-something, so they were ahead, but now they're behind. And so it doesn't get any easier as they move forward in the season because I think they've got like Michigan or somebody coming up. Yeah, they're not scoring. I don't see them scoring that many on Michigan. No, no, because they went to Penn State, got shut out. Penn State didn't even let them have any sympathy touchdowns or anything at the end. So it's going to be tough to catch up, although they don't play on the state. you know why he made that contract? Well, because it was basically like – your son needs to go. The Iowa's offense has been terrible for baseball scores from the uh, Iowa. <laughs> Trevard, I went to a game last year. It was Iowa versus North Dakota or South Dakota, one of the Dakotas. Iowa won seven to three, and it was two safeties and a field goal. Yeah, like, you know, perverse, again, seven to three, not a touchdown. Without a touchdown. And for the longest time, it was five to three. And I'm like, what am I watching? Like the defense is solid, but the offense is just terrible. So part of it was like, yeah, you can keep your son coaching, but he's got to hit these uh, point marks and they're not going to get there. I don't think. Yeah. Not no, with a shutout. No. Michelle, what else stood out for you from this past weekend? Well, this was, uh, we, we get a couple of these throughout the season, but this was almost a chalk weekend. The ranked teams did what they were supposed to do. The the underdogs did what they were supposed to do, which is lose. I don't want to call it a boring weekend of college football, but it was it was not it was not anything that had me on the edge of my seat. I'll just say okay. that. It was just people did what they were supposed to do. Move on to next week. I think it was an opportunity, Trey, where Ole Miss had a chance to, you know, get a win against a, an Alabama team that's still 
trying to find its identity, but that didn't happen. That's what they got rolling second half against Ole Miss. Yeah. So. Well, what else stood out for you this past weekend? Try games, any games out there that just... That's pretty much about it. I don't think I, I didn't watch that many football games. Didn't. Okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Jay? You know I got a sound bite. Notre Dame is a better football team than Ohio State. <laughs> And you look at Coach Day, and everybody that beats him does so because they're more physical than Ohio State. And I think Notre Dame will take that same approach. You take his message to Ohio State. You tell them they better bring their lunch because it's going to be a now full day. Now listen to Brian Day. <laughs> Notre Dame wins by 10. Do you have that clip? Wow. Hey, I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. What he said about our team, what he said about our team, I cannot believe. This is a tough team right here. We're proud to be from Ohio. And it's always been Ohio against the world. And it'll continue to be Ohio against the world. But I'll tell you what, I love those kids. But we got a tough team. We got a tough team. We, we got a tough team. Hey, Dave was ready to fight 86-year-old Lou Holtz. <laughs> That's what stood out to me. Like, and that, that was a pretty decent game. But I, I'm with Michelle. Like, I watched several games, and they were all kind of just, you know, there were a couple spectacular plays, like the one in the Florida game that was super catch. Uh, but they were all just kind of, eh, nah. you know, so, but it was more exciting than it has been. I also I think uh, Milrow should be the quarterback. I don't know if he fits the title of quarterback yet, but he is a dog. He is a athlete. And I don't know what happened while they let the other two quarterbacks Nick Saban let the other two quarterbacks play uh, last week, but you know he got it done. It, it was kind of boring, like Trevard said, but uh, it got going in the second half. But overall, it was just kind of uh, you had the Oregon thing, and then you had the Ohio State uh, day and Lou Holtz beef. Uh, but you know that was about it. Uh, and and then Swifty Nation with Travis Kelsey. That you know, don't, <laughs> that, don't, that was pretty. No, cool. <laughs> don't, don't, don't make me edit out that part. This is part of the show. What about, about the uh, pack? 12 or whatever we back to pack two how many whatever teams i'll tell you what washington's legit oregon is legit they, they might be bad. the best conference in college football i tell you who's not the best conference right now is the sec this conference is has struggled it's not where it's not at elite level it's it is, usually is this is Fair where home. i say 12 and 0 for kentucky the, the opportunity is there i don't know if we can get past georgia but uh, one game at a time and florida's up one next game. And let's, you know, let's we're not talking about there. anybody else but florida um uh, this coming weekend what's going on what games are we got going on this coming weekend Need to have this already. I should. Have you got Georgia. <laughs> you got Georgia and Auburn. Mm-hmm. Why do I need to uh, when I got, got Michelle? Go ahead. Facts. LSU, Mississippi. Oh, you know, just saying it. And this is I, I didn't know this until Corey Price put it out there. First time ever that Louisville and Kentucky start the season 4-0. Just saying. Just saying. Don't shoot the also, messenger. Just let, let me mention, too, real quick. He also put a stat out there that Kentucky is like 0-11 playing Florida at noon yeah, or on noon games. Well, so hopefully stat, that so. gets hopefully that gets turned around. So and, and meanwhile, you have Tennessee and South Carolina that got the seven thirty kickoff time. Who cares about that game? Well, Especially ESPN. My orange bias may be sh- well, ESPN doesn't have you looked at their football power index rankings? No, their their algorithm is very, very, very broken. I would just say that. Go check it out, and you'll. I mean, it's it's so confusing. People aren't even mad; they're just going around going, "Huh?" Actually, it's yeah. No, it is just. Yes, no, it's just on, don't it's look. It's on ESEC Network. 
work? I don't care. <laughs> What'd you say? You got a whiteboard thing going? I'm looking in your... What's up with the uh, with basketball blue bloods being undefeated, Terry? Yeah, I saw, Kansas, I, I saw a thing about basketball Kentucky? blue bloods, and they had Syracuse well, on Syracuse, there, like, yeah, no, let's get, But what is it? Kansas? <laughs> Kentucky, Kansas, Kentucky, Duke. North Carolina and Duke. And isn't UCLA undefeated too, maybe? I don't know, maybe that's yeah. but Yeah, okay. they are. Yes. Yeah. Duke is actually. I've you can do. You can do more solid. than one thing. Okay. All right. Thanks. But I don't uh, like it when Duke does. So I can be honest about that. You can be honest. Notre Dame and Duke. That's uh. That's the ABC game Saturday night. Dude. Oh, should be a good one. Good Man, making me have to cheer for the Irish. That's kind of like. Ugh. I got to cheer for him against Duke. I got to cheer for him against Louisville. I know. It's, Rudy. It's just... Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> it, uh, it might be this. time for the final. Final shots there. Kevin. It is nice uh, little segue to the final shots. All right, final shot of the night for everyone. Let me see if there's a email that I've totally missed. Kentucky, though, I don't know. Four weeks into the season, Terry, this is where I will start to pay attention to rankings. Mm-hmm. Kentucky AP has them at by votes twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Buying, selling at right now. I, that's fine. You know, uh, at this point, once it gets to October, that's when you start separating teams. And so I got no problem being on the outside looking in. I'm with you. Everybody else. Uh, I, I like it because you can see all the teams that are ranked in the 25 that Kentucky's going to beat. <laughs> My like man. That. You got them winning them all. Yeah. Are you staying, staying really staying with that 12-0? Is that the Hell fan yeah. or the head talking right no, that's now? That's the Jay? fan. What am I supposed to do? Pick a loss? Cause, Hell no. Because why are you a fan? can't come out why of my you, mouth, man. Right. No, why are you hold a on, fan? no, no, no. See, this is where – let's do it this way. If I – from now on, when I ask you to pick, this is what I'm going to ask you to do, is if you got $1,000 on the game, pick straight up. Do it that way. I I, I don't need – If I got, want, money, I if I got want, money to bet $1,000 on a game – Hell I'll yeah. pay a hundred or twenty. But here's, but here's the thing, though, Kevin. Here's the thing. In years it's past, it's not bad karma with, to pick with, us to with, lose with uh, Kentucky football. Is if we were going to beat Georgia, a top-ranked Georgia team, mm-hmm. you'd have to get a whole whiteboard full of things that would have to go right. 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 If Do you we have a bigger whiteboard. Right. If we were going to beat Florida, you'd have to have a whole lot of things. And what right. we all kind of agreed on is just don't make mistakes. Yep. It, there's not a big leap. We that have, you have the to talent. make to say we can beat Florida. Yep. Do I see a way we can beat Georgia? I do. Yep. Do I see a way we can beat Alabama? Yeah. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Anything's possible. Thank you, Kevin Garnett. All right. My final shot. Bring it. Uh, uh, Jay kind of alluded to this earlier with his sound bites, but I don't know if you saw this one, Jay. Head coach Jake Dickert of Washington State University jumped all over Lee Corso for a comment he made on uh, College Game Day about Washington State playing a game you know nobody really cares about. And, you know, my whole thing is give me coaches with fire. I've talked about it before. I miss the Steve Spurriers. I miss the 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 coaches that had personalities. All these coaches now, they yeah. don't say anything. They don't give you anything. I like it. I like it when a coach says something. When Stoops was at that luncheon in Louisville, and he's like, oh, the Governor's Cup trophy is here. I didn't think, I didn't, you know, I'm surprised it's in Jefferson County. Right, give it to right. me. <laughs> Put it in my veins. Right. Put that in my veins. Because... As we talked about, especially against a rival, talk about it. Yep. You know, Ryan Day, pick a fight with Lou Holtz. 
I love it, you know, and as crazy Passion. as the Oregon coach was, get your team fired up. Stop He's being defending the program too. Yeah. Just don't oh. don't give me this, you know, college football is supposed to be fun. The NFL is supposed to be, you know, you know, on to the next game. No, man. Like, yeah, I want to embarrass my the other team. We're winning their back clicks. Give me all these coaches and their WWE style promos. That's my final shot. Thank you. Michelle, what you got? Well, this one's sort of sort of sports related. Well, from my end, it's sports related, but it's not really sports related. <clears throat> and that is automakers are trying to phase out including AM radio in new vehicles. And this has been enough of a concern because the there actually is a bill in Congress that's being introduced to make them not do that, that they should have to include AM radio. And I say sports related because growing up in the sticks, AM radio was my lifeline to sports. That's how I could hear the Cincinnati Reds. That's how I could hear Kaywood calling all the games. That's how I got to know and love my cats was AM radio. So there's also, I think, maybe a concern that in certain disaster situations, AM stations can carry on, whereas FM and all your streaming services may be interrupted. So if you don't want to see the death of AM radio, why would you want to? Because it's it's just one of the few nostalgic things we have left. Contact your congressman. Make sure they're behind the bill to make it continue. Yeah, sometimes I just don't want to hear shit in stereo. Sometimes I just want to hear stuff I couldn't hear other... I mean, you know, I don't want to have to pay for a streaming service. And I always don't have Wi-Fi. I actually didn't hear that. So that's legit. They're putting that to get rid of... Is it why? Is it just because of... uh, I mean, what is the the reason for it? I think there's that because there's less audience, because everybody's using streaming services, because Mm, everybody can pick their own, you know, their, their own playlist, and they don't have to... I guess commercials come into play there, obviously. But uh, yeah. okay, I didn't know. I should say, don't let it die. Don't no. All right, Trey, final shot. I want to as he makes his final shot debut here on Round of Shots. What you got? I say my final shot is sports related. Get to okay. the tailgate early, like Stu said, early and pound beer. He he kind of uh, added to that. He didn't he mention something about you know he is a bourbon guy. Doesn't he have something? Does he yeah, own? RD no, no, no seltzers, just cold beer and bourbon. Bourbon. Yeah, that was a great great line. Well, don't you think though, given the uh, tragedy from a few years ago when the four year old was struck by a drunk driver, right there, I'm expecting some group somewhere to give him some backlash about mm. that. I just think that's going to happen sometime this week. Yeah. Eh, somebody may, but you know his I, I mean, I know that he yeah. I know exactly where his heart was, but you're going to have, there's always a Karen in every room, and someone's going to bring that up, and they're going to give him crap over it. Mm. That's just my prediction for the week. Okay. Pound the beers. What you got, Jay, for your final shot? Of course, great minds think alike. <laughs> I have great confidence in the people of Kentucky that can get up very very early and pound some beers. <laughs> <laughs> Great minds do think alike. And of course, I just want to say, you know, like I'm a, I'm a fan. So when you ask me, oh, can you beat Georgia? Can, I'm going to tell you, hell yeah. And if you don't believe me, ask Javard about beating a number one. Yeah. It can, it can happen. happen. Yeah. I've oh, seen it happen. I'm with you. I'm with you. So I want all to smoke, pound some beers. Pound some beers. Drink right. responsibly. But drink responsibly. Yeah, do that. But do it with consistency. And with consistency. <laughs> what else? Facts. Drink. 
<laughs> I got to write pound beers on the whiteboard. Uh, I'll get yeah, that. Yeah. Well, I'll I mean, I had together. to get one more consistency, and it's the word uh, of the week. Appreciate it. Tonight, impromptu Monday show. And thanks, guys, for accommodating me. We'll be back this Sunday. Trey, thanks so much for making your debut. And as far as I'm concerned, you got a spot here anytime you want it. Oh, thanks for having me. All right. Yeah, he's Terry like, I just want to say, 10. he's a man it's of 10 few 7. words. <laughs> it is, yeah. He is a man, yeah. One of because us, Trey yeah. talked so much. That's what happened. <laughs> he is, you know, his points were spot on. Thanks. All right. Thanks so much for uh, everyone in the chat hanging out. So good to see you all. Everyone have a good week. Terry, Michelle, Trey, Jay, thanks for tonight. Go Cats. We're going to kick the Gators ass Saturday. And go Krogering. And go Krogering. Consistency. Hashtag consistency. Hashtag consistency. There we go. (laughs) Good night, everybody.